All right, it's time for part two. We're going to dive into a few different topics from the surveys. In this section, we'll be talking about where you'd likely get a bench, treadmills and other heavy cardio strength equipment, foldaway racks, and which company provides the price quality combination the best. Jake's going to take the lead. And as a reminder, what we're going to be going over, it's where you're getting a bench from, treadmill interest going down, foldaway racks, and then what company that sells gym equipment has the best price to quality ratio. Jake. All right. Thanks, Adam. All right. To start off, where are you getting a bench from? So as we mentioned in the uh, quick summary, the winner was rep with 44% of the votes. Rogue received 32% of the votes. Titan had just under 8% and then other voted 7%. Back in November, we asked simply which bench option are you going to choose rep or rogue so it's not quite one-to-one but still gives you a little bit of a what did it look like in the past and rep barely won with 52 percent of the votes versus 48 percent but uh what did you guys vote for so uh on this one i i had no choice but to click on rep i mean if you've seen the pictures on the instagram account you know i start i've got two rep benches now and as soon as I got my first one, I got the flat bench and, you know, I saw the quality there. I figured I only need the one. I'm okay. And I mean, that lasted all of like three weeks. And then I said, okay, as soon as there's a sale on the, uh, the adjustables, I'm going in. So when I had the opportunity, that that's it. So I voted with my dollars there and I've got two rep benches here. The rogues are, are fantastic, but I figured if I was going to have a flat and an adjustable, might as well save a little bit of, a little bit of dough and go to rep, stay with those, those grippy pads. Yeah, I also voted rep just because it's the the cost mainly and the fact that you're you're paying less and you're still getting a heavy duty bench that that's going to last. So, yep, I voted rep. Yeah, I I voted rep as well. There's just a a huge lineup now, so you can pretty much get anything from a really basic option all the way up to a pretty premium bench. And then the Rogue bench is if you get something that's one-to-one, while the quality might be a little bit better, some people mention the price is still, you know, probably a couple hundred dollars more after shipping. And then the rep benches are already pretty high quality. So it's tough to really get too much better when the reps quality is all you need. But yeah. Do you guys have any other thoughts on this question? Kind of taking it off of um, our, our recent post on Instagram, other benches. I noticed a couple people mentioning like get our X benches, which I don't have a lot of experience with. Any others out there? You know, it's, it's funny you mentioned get our X. Uh, when I was looking at the, at the rep bench, the AB5200, that was the other bench in contention. And the thing that kind of took it out of the running for me was the shipping. It was just... I think they're coming out of Texas, right? So on the East Coast here for me, it was like an extra 250 just to ship it. And that's at that point, you could buy another bench. So that really wasn't an option. Right. The FID AB2, I will say, is just as good as the rep benches. It's really solid quality. And there's actually a little bit more versatility you can do with like the dumbbell holders. And they're pretty much the same bench. Like Mike mentioned, it's tough to really tell the difference outside of a few different things. But yeah, the shipping gets you. Even with the, they recently updated to FedEx, but it's still, you know, $100 more than the rep option. So that's why I still would recommend rep. 
but yeah, the GitRx bench, um, while we're talking about it, received like a, in the most recent hot or not survey, like 46% hot or not, like hot versus like 90 something percent for the AB5200. And while I think the GitRx, I would like, if I had to buy it myself, I'd probably just go with the AB5200. The difference was not, it was not what it should have been. It should have been like neck and neck, you know? Yeah, pretty close. So that shows you how like strong that rep bench brand is as well. It's all recognition. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So yeah, rep, rep kind of wins that one. I would be curious to see if that lead widens here in the next six months or so, if we ask this question again. All right, uh, let's move on to some, we have some treadmill data and just some general strength machine interest. I'm gonna list off a few different things and you guys just let me know what the first thing that comes to mind for you is. So mentioned in the summary that the high interest on non-motorized treadmills was higher than motorized. To give you a comparison as to how that's trending, and this is actually from about 14 months ago, we asked, the high interest in non-motorized treadmills is down from about 23% to 18% this time. And then motorized treadmills just from 13% back in January, 2021 to 7% now. So like almost zero high interest in motorized treadmills. We also asked, what, what would you rather have, a Stairmaster or a treadmill in your home gym? Disregard price, the Stairmaster won by 1%, which is you know, something that you don't necessarily think of within a home gym. And then lastly, we asked which one interested you more, specialty strength machines or heavy cardio machines? And 78% went with the strength machines. All right, any initial thoughts from that data? So I'll jump in with the Stairmaster on this one. So I was thinking about it. I did vote Stairmaster. If, if money's no object and you're, you're picking one of the two, I mean, I think we've all kind of experienced the treadmill. I haven't really done too much on the Stairmaster, but I'm thinking, Assuming I've got the space for it, because this is garage gym updates, right? I've only got so much room here. Uh, but assuming I can make the room for it, I think the Stairmaster kind of gives you an option that's a little bit of strength building too, you know? Because essentially, what are you doing? It's like bilateral step-ups, right? Throw a barbell on your shoulders and just keep going. So that gives you a little bit more function than just, you know, walking on a wheel, essentially. But I, I kind of, I can see where everybody's getting... Um, their interest now in the non-motorized, because if I were to get one, that's what I would try to pick. I think True Grit's got one out that's a little more affordable, but it seems interesting. You know, I've, I think we've we've all kind of done the motorized one, they break, you have to worry about fixing everything up and keeping it maintained. I think uh, that's, that's the allure to the non-motorized, at least it would be for me if I were to get one. Yeah, it kind of just shows where our audience is at with cardio. I don't think there's a lot of runners <laughs> out there in this, in this audience. There's you know, the anti-cardio club. Yeah, it's interesting too that a treadmill would have more interest. Uh, to, to have a treadmill in your space, you'd have to have at least at least eight foot ceilings, right? Because you're already stepping up so high. So you're, you're probably out of the basement unless, you know, you have high ceilings in your basement. So it's probably more of a garage choice. It's just interesting. I was Which one did you choose? On 
I was kind of opposite on all of these. You know, I have high interest in a treadmill, and then like I'm kind of leaning towards a motorized treadmill at this point. You know, I've got the non-motorized, but you know, for what I'm doing, which is trying to hold on to as much muscle as I can while doing long endurance uh, type races, holding pace on a non-motorized treadmill is really difficult. And so, like, if you want to put in like, you know, ten plus miles, you not going to do it on a non-motorized treadmill like it's that'll hurt really bad and so a, a motorized treadmill is what, what you're going to need so yeah i was kind of opposite on all these jake I'm, I'm curious on where you were at in these yeah i mean i would say i have a, quite a bit more interest in a non-motorized treadmill just because it's so much easier to just hop on and off and i have more interest in a non-motorized treadmill easy because of that and then also because it's so much less likely to break down. I don't want to have to like, if I'm going to buy something for $2,000 or more, I want to make sure it's not going to break down. Like the number one thing over anything. That's the primary reason I went motorized. I would go with motorized treadmill. I have pretty high interest in both too. Like it's, I, I don't know. I like, I like running and Adam and I are both training for a long run right now. So yeah, high interest there. However, I would say like one of the things I miss most from a commercial gym is the Stairmaster. I used to always, if it was even open. So there were a lot of times where there was like a line or something, but that's something I would, I would warm up on. It's easier to hop on that for like a finisher than go for a run on a treadmill. If I wasn't like training for a race right now, I would easily pick, maybe not easily, but I would probably pick the Stairmaster. And I think it is interesting how big of a difference, especially strength machines, won against the heavy cardio. Like five years ago, I wouldn't have really thought about having, adding a specialty strength machine to my home gym. You know, like I wouldn't really think about adding a lat pull down or functional trainer, but I'm like, replacing my cardio pieces with heavy strength machines in here now. So I think that's interesting. It's another one of those things where it's like, is that really the market changing or is that just the garage gym experiment followers following changing, you know, like, you know, are we just adapting? So it's one of those things where I don't look too much into with that strength machines versus heavy cardio, but it's the revolution. All yeah. of them are, yeah, it's the revolution. It's and Jake, I think it's a little bit of both. You know, it used to be that your home gym, oh, I, I have a treadmill in the extra bedroom, right? That's your home gym. And then meanwhile, they, the people who lifted weights is like, oh, well, I go to a gym, right? Well, yeah. if you thought about having a rack of dumbbells or like a power rack, like in your garage, like way back in the day, like people would think you're crazy. And I think that more people they are still getting do. into the home gym scene. Yeah, yeah right. slightly. <laughs> <laughs> Not anyone listening to this though, so it's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah so I, I think <laughs> the the audience who's who's you know joining the, the home gym scene is changing. They, they like to lift weights. They like to build strength and things like that. You know what it is? Though? Awesome I mean, that, as much as we don't want to get into the pandemic too much, that's that's a big component, right? At some point, we were all told you can't go out anymore. So you have to figure out if you're going to keep this this hobby going, you know, find a way to make it work in your space. I think that opened up the door for a lot of people, even if they only had a small spot, whether it's inside, outside, you know, try to make it work, come up with whatever you can. And it's it's taken on a life of its own. Now, now it's accepted. 
you know, now I think I have read something the other day that one of the biggest uh, demands in the market now when you're buying a house is, is there a spot for a gym? And I know I'm, I'm right in that boat. If I'm ever moving, I need a three car garage now. That's it. That's funny. I was, um, yeah. I had a, a small home gym and it was back in 2017 when we were moving. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter the year pre pandemic. And I was telling my realtor, it's like, well, I need a, I need a space for my, my garage gym. I, and he would give me that look like, what do you mean your garage gym? Like there's a gym down the street. <laughs> That's funny. Honestly, that is one of the first things I thought of when I like slowly started a home gym. I was like, I don't think I can ever move to a spot that I couldn't have something, uh, some sort of setup. And that was obviously um, a big part of my home search when I moved back, I think it was like 16, 18 months ago. It was like, I couldn't move to a house that didn't have a decent setup. That's it. It's a big consideration. It's, you know, it's a part of what we're doing. I mean, clearly, you know, the people listening to this all know that you have that itch, you got to scratch it, right? Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the next topic. So if you were to buy a foldaway rack, where would you likely buy it? And we discussed in the summary that Rogue was the winner. They uh, received just under half of the votes. Rep slash Titan, we grouped them together, received 22%. Other was at 11 And then PRX, which I personally thought would be higher, was at 17%. And then we also did this survey back in November of 2021. So a little over four months ago. So Rogue was the winner there. They dropped a little bit, but they were at 53%. PRX was at 19. So they dropped a few percentage points. Rep slash Titan grew from 18%. And then other was also up slightly. So the big thing was PRX dropping even further. That's when I really was shocked when PRX only had a small portion of that. But Mike, you mentioned you weren't really shocked. You you thought Rogue was kind of the easy choice or like yeah. going back on it. Right. You'd end up going with Rogue. Adam, are you shocked by this? I selected Rogue as well. I think PRX has some some really cool stuff, like the way their racks come off the wall. But I also know that that comes with a price and, you know, you can get something from Rogue that's really nice and simple and that would fit like my needs. So. If I were to get a foldaway rack, it'd be from Rogue. Yeah, honestly, I it's it's tough. I just interviewed the founders of PRX, but I mean, I feel like I would pay a little bit less for something like uh, the Titan or Rep option, you know. So <laughs> yeah, you figure at this point, right? Everybody's <laughs> kind of coming to the to the median, so. You figure the companies that were a little bit further behind in the past, they're they're stepping it up. Not that they're gaining a tremendous amount of ground, but you know, it's like with, with three by three racks. A lot of the time, it's generally the same construct, and then you just add bells and whistles and try to make it a little bit different. Yeah, that's probably the same for the fold-out racks. Once you've gotten into that space, the function is going to be about the same. One might, you know, somebody might like the way one looks a little bit more than the other, color schemes and things like that. But by and large, it's pretty much, you know, generally the same, uh, the same setup. So at that point, you either want to go for the name, you know, like Rogue is, how do you beat Rogue? I mean, look behind me. <laughs> but uh, it's either you go for the name or you go for 
you know, hey, I want to save uh, save some some dollars and put it somewhere else or reinvest it. Yeah, good point. I think with the PRX option, it's like the big thing is the simplest way to fold up. But there's a really large amount of people who have no interest in folding it up at all. So I think that plays a role into it. And um, it's only if you want to fold it up and like park there. Because other than that, there's really no point in folding it up all the time. I mean, at least, at least in my opinion. Regardless, great option if, if that's what you want. Yeah, yeah you, you know. should be parking in your garage anyway. So. I was going to say, who's doing that nowadays? Come on, guys. I was going to say the PRX guys are in like North Dakota. So they're yeah, right, dealing yeah. with quite a bit more snow than more, most people. But, you know, also just if you had to rate your interest on a scale from one to 10, what is your level of interest in a fold away rack so for as me like your primary rack option? Yeah, yeah, I, I like the idea. I mean, I, I think it all depends on the circumstance. Uh, how much space you have is probably the primary factor, but I'm looking around and, you know, it's it's an older garage that I'm in and I don't necessarily trust being able to put something like that into the studs that I've got. I'd rather kind of leave something sort of in the middle of the space where I'm not touching the walls too much, um, you know, kind of keep it separate and apart. So that's a consideration, you know, for me that, that most people might not have, especially if it's a newer home, uh, you don't have to worry about digging into the the actual setup of your your house too much yeah my interest is a one i i have no interest in a foldaway rack i have a dedicated space in my basement that is the gym so no need to tuck anything away i have enough space to get other things done as well so got it all right let's move on to the last topic uh question that we will discuss but it's simply what company that sells gym equipment has the best price to quality ratio. So, and before you guys answer, this was our Sunday survey discussion and we got quite a bit of responses. The most popular responses were probably what you expect. It was Rep and Titan. There was also a good amount of people voting for Rogue and then some other miscellaneous companies that had at least a few people say they had the best uh, ratio were Bells of Steel, Frey Fitness, GitRx, and Fringe Sport. So those were some of the most popular responses. And I don't think any of us are surprised at, at those. If you are, let me know. And then if not, who would you choose for this question? So, yeah, I'm not too surprised by it. Those are the, the regular players when you're talking about value, right? My, my vote would have gone to rep. Looking at the benches, especially, you know, you're saving a little bit of money and you're getting the top quality product. That'll carry the day. And I'm sure a lot of people will see that with the benches and say, you know, you're probably getting the same kind of quality on, on everything else. So I'm, I'm not surprised there. That would be the answer. But there are companies like Fringe. I just got in the Baby Beast, the GHD. And I got it up when it was on sale. And that's something where you know, I was comparing seeing shopping like everything because it's a big piece. It's a commitment, especially in a smaller space. And that one came out to just a hair over like 400 bucks. And at the time, that was killer. I was, I was right on board. Uh -huh. That worked out. And the thing's been, it's been a tank. You know, I, I use it for a lot of stuff. I'm sure we'll get into that. But that was a, a company. That was my first purchase from Fringe. And, you know, that kind of got me sold. So I'm definitely looking at them for other options when I when I start to add some more stuff around here. Yeah, I think there's a, an interesting conversation to have with like any of these companies. But we, we talked about benches, the best price to quality ratio. Rep offers a, a great bench selection. 
You mentioned Boneyard from something we missed last week. When I think of like great bars, I think of Rogue Barbells, and the Boneyard's an awesome place to pick up a, a really nice barbell for an awesome price. So like if you just like play the game and just kind of sneak around, if you want a selectorized machine, like um, a lat pulldown, you know, grabbing something like that from Titan, if you compare the price between like a selectorized lat pulldown between Titan and Rogue, I mean, it's astronomical. It's, it's, it's two different worlds. One company for, for everything, that, that's a tough conversation. But like for what you're looking for, there there's definitely some cool avenues to go through, especially when you look at like Boneyard and things like that. That's a good answer. I didn't think about it from that perspective. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm going to top that answer. But if I had to choose one company, I think I would go with Rep just because they sell the basics. All of the basic things that they sell are of pretty good quality. And honestly, the price difference between Rep for a lot of those major things like racks, benches, dumbbells, I would say like those are all my preferred options. Like they're fully neural dumbbells, for example. They're not that much higher than Titan if not the same. So while Titan has that sort of reputation as being the cheapest, I don't think that the price difference between Rep and Titan is too much, especially like Titan kind of releases products and then slowly but surely raises the prices. But yeah, Adam, I think you nailed it. Each company kind of has their own specialty, unique best value offering, which is a really good way to grow your brand. And um, everyone that we included on that initial list, you can't really go wrong with, you know? So yeah, it's all the big players. It's all the big players. Yeah. And I would say like, if you wanted to go with best value made in America, while not everything they sell is made in America, like Rogue would be that choice, you know? So yeah, I think that's it.